Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Reptile Living Room, live from Canadian Reptile Breeders Expo. And this week we are talking with none other than Dave Kaufman, who you may be more familiar with as in the producer, director, writer of uh, the entire Herpers series of films from Opus Entertainment. Okay, so once again we're here at the uh, CRB, the Canadian Reptile Breeders Expo, and have the honor of interviewing one Mr. Dave Kaufman from the Herpers series. So, Dad, how did you get into reptiles in the very first place? Uh, actually, I caught a garter snake when I was nine years old in my parents' front yard. was absolutely, I mean, that did it for me. <laughs> that, so, was, that was all she wrote right yep, there. <laughs> got a, you know, went to the store, got a 10-gallon aquarium, kept them for the summer, released them in the fall, and ever since then, every book, every everything that I could get my hands on to, like, absorb as much information on reptiles as I could, Right. that's what I did. Awesome. Now, how did you come about to do, how did you get into the film industry, I guess? Well, I've, uh, you know, I started out as an actor, actually. Okay. And, um, you know, I did a lot of movies that came to Minnesota, went out to L.A. and, you know, did some movies there, but it wasn't anything, I wasn't climbing a ladder. Okay. It was just, you know, I got cast for this little part, I went into work, whatever. And um, so I started writing my own screenplays, and then, you know, then I had a ladder to climb. Then I started uh, producing my own films, and uh, in 2007 uh, produced a horror film that was worldwide released through Lionsgate. It was called 13 Hours in a Warehouse, and after you know it went through the film festival process, you know, grossed many many times its budget, and I said, okay, if I climb the ladder any further, I'm going to lose control of the movies that I want to make. I'm going to have to work for a studio, I'm going to have to work for somebody else, and they're going to then dictate what I have to do. And I've always wanted to make a documentary. And so my love of reptiles and a documentary kind of merged together without, I mean, it was a no-brainer. Right. And uh, so that's where Herpers came from. Herpers was so successful that I released the director's cut because people wanted to see more. And then Herpers 2 came out, and that was successful. And now in a month, Herpers 3, and Frankly, I'm here filming for Herpers 4. <laughs> all right. Way to so, go. Yeah. So Herpers 3 is going to be all about field herping, adventures all over the world, and Herpers 4 is going to feature breeders from all over the world, not just the United States as the first two did. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Now, for those who haven't picked up the Herpers series, take us, walk us through what, you know, each step-by-step, step, what, uh, what the series is all about and what it covers. Well, I wanted to make Herpers for non-reptile people to explain what this is. Every Herper that you ever talk to, they have friends, they have family members that are constantly saying, why? Why are you into snakes? This movie, I hoped would explain that and I, I think in some large part it did um, and then it just became a celebration of who we are as people as herpers and a celebration of the animals that we love so much and that came out in herpers too and then um, you know there's different types of herpers there's the deli cup herpers so to speak that are the breeders They're the people that travel hundreds of thousands of miles to find a snake under a board I'm more of that type of herper and uh, so that's where Herpers 3 came from. Okay. And you said Herpers 4 is all about the field herping. No, Herpers 3 is all or about Herpers the field herping. Herpers 3 is about the field right. herping. Okay. Right. So what now, and Herpers 4 is going to be international, you said? Exactly. Okay, so, so the international one. Herpers from Australia, Herpers from Canada, Herpers from Europe, uh, and then Japan. And, uh, you know, it all has to do with funding. So if we get funding right. to 
go to South America. That's or you know, or, or South Africa or right. India. That's where we're going to go and nice. kind of show that. Yeah, we all come from these different countries and they speak these different languages and believe these different things, but at our core, we're herpers and therefore we're all united. Right. Exactly. Yep. yep. Now, as far as um, the herping industry is concerned, um, what do you where do you see it going? Say in the next you know five or ten years, what do you what do you see forward? Looking? I see that um, it is going to do nothing but grow. Okay. Um, I think that the ball python. It was, you know, I think it's the best thing that happened to herpiculture. Right. Because it made people that never looked at a corn snake or a king snake or whatever, it made them look at the ball python and then say, wow, there's something here. And then it got them interested in herpiculture in a way that garter snakes and, and corn snakes and king snakes could not do. Right. Um, but, you know, everybody thinks that the ball python market's going to crash and it never will. And it never will because there is no replacement. You know, right. the boa market crashed because it was replaced by ball pythons. There is no replacement for ball pythons. So I think that this is just going to grow. I think we're going to see, you know, seven, eight gene animals in the ball python world come in the next couple of years. And I think it's just going to grow and blossom into something that, you know, we're going to in 15 years say, you know, remember 15 years ago when, you know, when, when there was only 4,000 people at a show and now there's 40,000? I mean, it, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and blossoming. And I think that that's the future of this. And that's kind of awesome. Awesome. Now, one last question before I let you get back in there. Um, there's a lot of talk about, you know, rattlesnake roundups and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, getting people out there to film them and document, you know, and trying to educate people that, you know, not necessarily just rattlesnakes, but, you know, we're talking specifically about rattlesnake, but the, all snakes are, you know, should be conserved. Any plans to do anything with, you know, to urge the fight on for rattlesnake roundups? Or I, is that, is there too many legal aspects? Or how does that all mesh into what you do? It, well, in Texas, it's a good old boys club. Right. You walk in with a camera, we're going to be escorted out. Gotcha. And then once that happens, we're going to be arrested. Right. Um, because I'm not going to let them impede on my First Amendment rights that we have in the U.S. Right. Um, but uh, I've thought about it. Yeah. You know, and I'm basically with the Herper series, I'm really showing the celebration right. of, 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 of herpticulture. But believe me, I've thought about going in with some, you know, hidden cameras mm -hmm. and showing the world what's happening. But the world does know what's happening. And the right. bottom line is, is that the world could give a you know the world couldn't give a crap if rattlesnakes are on the are on the you know the auction block. Right. If these were kitties, oh my God, that wouldn't last a weekend. Exactly. But the fact that these are rattlesnakes, it's very hard for people that aren't passionate about snakes to care. Right. So now, how do we educate people? What would you say is the, in your opinion, you know, what's the best way to educate? You 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 have to get off of the save the snakes routine. Because nobody that's into snakes couldn't care about saving snakes. You have to go the opposite direction. You have to say, you're taking this many snakes out of the ecosystem. The rodents are then becoming increasingly menacing. They're spreading disease. They're making it so the farmers can't grow crops. Farmers can't grow co crops. All these little towns are losing all this, you know, their economies are being hit because of that. Because this rodent is out of, out of, uh, uh, out of whack as it was. Right. You need to hit that aspect of it. If you okay. go out saying, save the snakes, everybody's going to go, huh, what, who, save the snakes? What, are you crazy? Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, save my children from getting the zoonotic disease from a rodent because the predator has been taken out of the equation. 
then maybe people will start to open their eyes. Awesome. Yeah. Now, what is your uh, website? Because I know you guys have a website. Yep. The, the website to. is Ophis Entertainment, O-P-H-I-S, entertainment.com. Okay. And you can order all the DVDs, read about them, and awesome. get a hold of us and you know give us your feedback on the movies. Very cool. Appreciate cool, your cool. time, Dave. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So that was Dave Kaufman from Ophis Entertainment, or the Herper series, as uh, I'm sure you are already aware of. Do check them out at opusentertainment.com. There will be a link in the show notes. Do check us out at herperphousemag.com, and we look forward to seeing you pick up a subscription or a single issue. Once again, it's herphousemag.com, your only 100% digital reptiles magazine. Thanks for tuning in to the Reptile Living. We'll see you next week.